When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today we are talking about Jennifer Smith. Came out of nowhere because she showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, I really was not expecting that at all. Not in the slightest. Mm -mm. I know that we've heard rumblings of Helena coming back. So I guess that was that. Jennifer Smith. Nope. Nope. So are we thinking that she had anything to do with his death? No. Okay. I don't think that. I think that she's just coming because she was in love with him and to pay her respects. But then it's going to throw us into who's running the Smith family now and who's connected to that. Okay. So we are using general hospital fandom and our scrapbook did not have any time to watch any YouTube because literally just decided to do it this morning and it's Saturday. There you go. We're recording a day early, threw on an extra one. We're good to go. So getting started with Jennifer, do you remember anything about her? I know she's been on a couple times since we've started watching, but I just remember whenever she was played by Roseanne Barr. Yeah. So that's what sticks in my head is I remember, I remember her being all over Luke and me thinking, how does Laura not punch her in the face? So Jennifer Smith is a fictional character on General Hospital. She's the daughter of notorious, of the late notorious mobster Frank Smith and is known for her broken engagement with Luke Spencer. Lisa Marie portrayed her in 1980, Roseanne Arnold in 94, and Sally Struthers in February 2002, which I think that was her longest time on the show. Uh, she returned in 2015, which that was for a minute. And that's when Luke was leaving. Mm-hmm. And we just saw her again on Friday. Yeah. So hopefully by the time this is released, some questions will have been answered. Right. And we don't usually talk too much about the casting, but do you want to, being that there were two like pretty substantial actresses, two pretty well-known names have both portrayed 
Right. This character. That's okay. pretty much a blip. So yes, the role of Jennifer Smith was originated by actress and model Lisa Marie in 1980, shortly after the character was written out of the show, which makes sense for why we wouldn't have remembered her and why I wouldn't have remembered her before Roseanne played her in 94. I wasn't even born. Shut up. In 94. My parents weren't even married. Okay. Okay. Shannon's a baby in case we haven't discussed Not this before. Not a baby, but just saying. Mm-hmm. In 1994, Jennifer returned to the canvas portrayed by comedian and Roseanne star Roseanne Arnold. Arnold, who is a fan of the series, appeared with her then-husband, Tom Arnold, for three episodes from March 22nd through the 24th. In return, Anthony Geary and Jeannie Francis, who portrayed Luke Spencer and Laura Weber, appeared in an episode of Arnold's sitcom Roseanne. I don't remember that, but I watched Roseanne. I didn't, so I would not have. Oh, yeah. The role was played by All in the Family actress Sally Struthers for 10 episodes from February 13th to the 25th in 2002. Struthers said of Jennifer's return, needless to say, Jennifer has a few issues with Luke and Laura. She has some unfinished business. The character returned from June 22nd to 24th, 2015, and then again on January 21st, played by Holly Gagnier. Gagnier? Gagnier? I feel like it's French. Makes you think of the shampoo. Garnier? Garnier Gagnier. (laughs) Yes. There you go. (laughs) So we start the storyline with Jennifer. I'm going to go with the scrapbook and then we can jump to what fandom says and see if there's anything missing. So the thing is, it's very closely tied to Laura and Scott. Right. So we're not getting into all of that because we don't have another year (laughs) to spend on one. We do. We really, really do. If it'd be awesome if we could find some extra time. Yeah. (laughs) That's all that's going to help us here. I did like this last week whenever Scott said um, he took my wife or that's my wife, like referring to her like it was actually now. And then he was like, oh, you know, years ago. Yeah. But not to sidetrack, Eden McCoy looks an awful lot like Heather Weber did, Mm -hmm. at least in the profile on this picture on page 59 of the General Hospital scrapbook. So please do not think that I am like totally losing my mind. (laughs) But she really does. She does. Because for a second, I looked down. And I was like, wow. Okay. Anyway, back to Jennifer Smith. So in 1980, it refers to Scotty was glowing, growing closer to the truth about the night of Laura's rape. He now believed that Laura knew her attacker and that it was probably a friend who committed the crime. Luke still loved Laura, but dated Jennifer Smith, Frank's naive daughter, in an effort to forget his feelings for another man's wife. Laura, on her part, suffered terrible twings of jealousy whenever she saw Luke and Jennifer together. And then on her last night of work at the disco, Laura accidentally locked herself in Luke's closet where she overheard an incriminating conversation between Luke Smith and his right-hand man, Bill Watson. When the mobsters discovered that Laura had overheard too much, Smith took action. This was not going to be Laura Baldwin's last night of work at the disco. Get her back, Smith ordered Luke. In time, Luke learned the terrible truth that Smith had marked Laura for death. To save her life, Luke agreed to pay a heavy price, marrying a woman he didn't love, Smith's daughter, Jennifer. And then and then it goes on to say, uh, Laura found herself in midst of another kind of battle, an internal battle of her own feelings on the day of Luke and Jennifer Smith's engagement was announced. Deep in her soul, Laura loved Luke, but she could never admit that fact to anyone, especially herself. 
She was further unsettled by an invitation from Jennifer, Jennifer Smith to go sailing. Luke nobly prepared to marry Jennifer, but hoped to use the sailing trip as a chance to be alone with Laura to prove once and for all that she loved him. On the day of the sailing trip, Luke called upon Bobby to delay Scotty and Jennifer's arrival, Ooh, giving him time to be alone with Laura on the boat. After luring her onto the sailboat and lying that the door was jammed, Luke artfully and smoothly started seducing Laura. Listen, I know you love your husband. I know you love Scott, but you can't tell me that there aren't nights when you lay in that bed and turn over and touch him wish and wish he were me and wish that I was holding you. You wish that I was making love to you, Laura. Laura, doesn't that precious truth that you claim... I want to find this YouTube video. <laughs> I am not doing this justice. Doesn't that precious truth that you claim want so much, doesn't that tell you anything? Doesn't it tell you that you're in love with me? You need me. Doesn't it tell you? tell you. I won't touch you unless you want me to, but Laura, you have to say the words. I love you. I love you. I want to hold you in my arms. Swept away with passion, Laura responds breathlessly. Yes. Yes. I want you to make love to me. <laughs> oh my. Here, take this. The key to the door. You're free to go. Wait. Oh, suddenly without warning, Luke turned ice cold. Here, take this. The key to the door. You're free to go. Go on. Go tell Scott that the night the disco was rape. Where, how did that? Just... Uh, I don't know. Now we definitely need to, because why is he being a jerk? Mm. Laura was now fully aware of her feelings for Luke and was horribly ashamed by them and ran off. In her desire to free herself from him, she wrote a letter of release to Luke, but it sounded very much like a love letter. On the day of Jennifer and Luke's wedding, Scott found it and learned at last the identity of Laura's rapist, calling Laura a tramp. <gasps> what? Mm remember this was 40 years ago <laughs> scotty rushed out in search of luke only hours before his wedding was to take place on frank smith's yacht he wasn't saying laura was a tramp because she was raped right? no she was a tramp because she was in love with another man okay while she was married to him okay yes okay take a deep breath it's okay even at his worst i can't see scott victim blaming like no, that. no, no, no. It was definitely jealousy over the fact that a she drug was in dealer love with dying Luke. of a drug overdose. I can see him, yeah, victim blaming. Mm -hmm. um, mm -mm. Luke demanded of Smith that the price for marrying Jennifer would be a contract giving him title to the to his businesses that weren't involved in organized crime. The key to getting what he wanted was Smith's little black book, which contained the names of key players in the Port Charles mob. Ooh. At the 4th of July picnic, Bobby covered for Luke's absence while Luke searched Frank's office and found the little black book. He successfully photographed its contents, but realized that his mission was not yet complete because the book was in code. Just before the wedding, Luke confronted Smith with his evidence. You draw me up a new contract. You keep your word to me and nobody will ever see these pictures, he threatened. Looking into Luke's steely eyes, Smith countered with a threat of his own. You can walk out of this wedding, cause me any more trouble, and you're a dead man. However, Luke did not need to walk out of the wedding. Scotty did the work for him when he leapt aboard the yacht and lunged at Luke. The guests backed away in horror as the two men pitched themselves into a brutal fist fight. Like we should have seen happen at Charlie's, but didn't. <laughs> the guests backed away in horror as the two men punch after punch was thrown until finally Scott hit Luke in the head with a mighty blow sending him overboard, dazed and disoriented into the water below. A frantic Laura yelled, followed Scotty to the yacht, and she wandered towards the scene of the fracas? Yeah. 
A hand reached up from the dock and grabbed her leg. It was Luke, alive and begging for help. Get me out of here, Laura, he pleaded. This is our chance, our chance. Feeling her marriage was over, Laura accepted Luke's offer to run. Scotty had even gotten with Scotty had gotten even with Luke by stopping that wedding. He threw Laura into Luke's arms for a summer they'd never forget. And we are not getting into all of that summer that he did not forget. And then, okay, so then let's see what fandom says. So in 1980, Jennifer Smith was in love with Luke Spencer. Luke was only involved with Jennifer to gain control of her father, Frank Smith's non-mob related businesses. Okay. Which I don't think I knew that it was just the non-mob related ones that he wanted. Laura Weber was jealous of the relationship. Luke and Jennifer decided to get married. Their wedding was going to be held on a yacht. Scott Baldwin discovered that Luke had raped Laura. He found his way onto the yacht and attacked Luke. Luke fell overboard and was presumed dead. He was not. He slammed to the dock where Laura was waiting for him. They ran off together. After Frank was put in jail, Jennifer disappeared. She was later said to be in Europe. See, and I could not find. So the only other line I could find was with a little black book decoded, Luke had the goods to put Frank Smith behind bars for years to come. Returning to Port Charles by police escort, Luke and Laura stopped at a drugstore outside of town where he seized the opportunity to buy a cigar, slip off the band and slip it on Laura's finger. But yeah, all it has is like that one line. It doesn't, I don't think it went on to talk about Jennifer in the 90s or in the 80s, like the rest of that, that right. she was presumed to be. However, fast forward to 1994 in the scrapbook and all we have to know on the Luke and Laura front is they had left and come back. <laughs> okay. With that's the sun. That's all that we can really get into at this point. But they're so lucky. But it says neutralizing Frank Smith consumed Luke Spencer, who finally realized how he could do it without shedding blood. He could control Frank if he had some dirt on Frank's beloved daughter, Jennifer, whom Luke almost married. Jennifer was Frank's Achilles heel. Oh, Luke's brother-in-law, Tony, grew jealous of his wife, Bobby's spying on Frank's son, Damien, for Luke. Ooh, we talked about this a little bit, kind of. Tony put his foot down when Damien invited Bobby for a weekend at his sister, Jennifer's Atlantic City Casino. Luke decided he and Laura ought to check out Jennifer's place. Jennifer, who was no longer the thin and willowy woman Luke remembered, couldn't keep her hands off Luke. Her husband, Billy Boggs, developed instant hots for Laura. Fending off the oversexed couple, Luke and Laura escaped with proof of larceny that could put Jennifer behind bars for years. Gotcha, Frank, Luke thought. And then after hearing from Sonny that Frank was in San Joaquin, Luke and Laura flew to see him. Police Commissioner Sean Donnelly, who suspected Luke helped Frank escape prison, followed them, and he was followed by his reporter wife, Tiffany. Laura whispered to Luke, with Tiffany following Sean, following you, following me, following Frank Smith, <laughs> oh it's beginning to look like a conga line. It did. But Luke won Frank's promise to lay off the Spencers with the information Luke had on Jennifer. Luke even saved Sean's life from an alligator attack by that was arranged by Frank's men. How do you arrange an alligator attack? If Frank Smith could do anything. Okay. So that is what... <laughs> The scrapbook had to say, and the scrapbook only goes to 95, so... We need a new scrapbook. We do. So, in 94, Luke and Laura ran into Jennifer and her husband. He didn't really run into them, though. It just said that they followed her. But anyway. Yeah. And her husband, Billy Bags Boggs, in Atlantic City. It was clear that Jennifer had never gotten over Luke because she kept flirting with him. She was more than flirting. Billy was also attracted to Laura. Luke and Laura got away when they threatened to expose theft charges against Jennifer and Billy. They were exposed. Jennifer would go to prison. 
In 2002, Jennifer kidnapped Luke and Laura. She wanted Luke to marry her. She said if he didn't, she would kill Laura. She wanted Laura's death to be a wedding present for her. Mm. Roy DeLuca posed as the priest for the ceremony and Felicia Jones posed as his wife. Roy and Felicia helped Luke and Laura escape without harm. And that was a 10-day series. So the 94 is when it was Roseanne. Mm-hmm. 2002 is when it was Sally Struthers. Right. There is, so we did not watch it, but there is a YouTube playlist that we are going to put in the notes. We will watch it. Yeah. Just not in time for this. But I feel like that kind of, I don't remember that, but 2002 is when my son was born. So I feel like I might have been doing other things. Maybe. Maybe you were a little busy. Maybe. And then in 2015, it was revealed that she kidnapped Lucky so she could sleep with Luke, but that was later revealed to be untrue, and she didn't have Lucky. She just wanted Luke, so she lied to him. And then in 2002, Jennifer returned returned to Port Charles after Luke's memorial ended on the Haunted Star. And back to 2015, so that was done as part of the whole, like, everyone came out of the woodwork to kind of bid farewell to Luke. Right. So her crimes committed... She is a mobster for the Smith mob family. Theft. She kidnapped Luke and Laura. She threatened to kill Laura in order to marry Luke. Threatened to kill Luke and his children. Held Luke and Laura hostage at gunpoint. Ordered two of her hitmen to hold Luke and Laura at gunpoint to confiscate their guns. Bribed Luke with sexual favors in exchange for Lucky's safe return. Lied about having kidnapped Lucky in order to force Luke to sleep with her. Ew. Health and Vitals, she was admitted to an alcohol rehab program, Hmm. hospitalized for alcohol poisoning, and admitted to a detox program in October of 2000. When she wasn't even on screen? Why would that have even been mentioned? Maybe they were just explaining where she was or how she met up with somebody. I don't know. Held at gunpoint and threatened by Laura Spencer in April 2002. That's the exact month that my son was born. So, yes. Yes. Held (laughs) at gunpoint and threatened by Luke and Laura June 24th, 2015. Aw. Are you on? It was a month before my Grammy. Oh. I'm sorry. It's never not going. No, to, no, no. You're fine. The I first, just, when I, I didn't first looked know at that. It, when I first read that, I thought it said July and she passed away July 23rd. So I was like, great. That would have been the day after. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Mm. So they mentioned that Roseanne Barr was a huge fan of the show, mm-hmm. but they didn't mention if Sally Struthers also is because this Holly... Gagnier resembles physically what Jennifer Smith, the original, right, looked like. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, Sally Struthers is blonde haired, blue eyed. Right. She is the exact opposite. Right. Of, so I don't remember, like, did she come back and say, hi, I had a ton of plastic surgery and changed my eye color or I'm wearing color contacts? I don't remember that. No, I don't think they ever address it. It's just like anybody else that comes back. They don't have to explain why they don't look. Nope. The way that they did. Oh, apparently she has four unknown children with Billy. Wow. That's a lot of kids to have unknown. But yeah. So, I mean, it's a quick one, but we just wanted to give a quick history lesson. Of the background. If she right. was obsessed with Luke every time that she saw him. And so her showing up at his memorial was shocking because I wasn't expecting it, but it wasn't shocking. Like it didn't make sense. So I'm interested to see where they're going to twist this. Yeah. It's definitely going to be very interesting. For sure. So if you have any memories or anything that you want to fill us in on, I don't feel like there was maybe a ton that we just missed. But if there's anything, please let us know. Fill us in. You know that we love having our little catch up. Yes. Oh, oh, there's nothing there. There was a link and it says the three facts of Jennifer, but they don't need to do that. Okay. 
it's really a shame that a lot of these articles. So yeah, we just, I just kind of want to know if Sally Struthers was a fan. That's all that I have. Interested okay. to see where this is going to go. Yep. So join us on Monday as we probably fill in a few of these missing pieces. I can't wait to see. Yes. Like I really am excited to see how it all fits together. Look forward to talking about this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.